All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kleep, and today's episode you do not want to miss. When we rebranded NorCal CrossFit to NC Fit five years ago, I wish I had this episode to lean on to better understand how to overcome some of the challenges that we are facing. On today's episode, we have Adam Salcedo, who's a mindset coach located here in the Bay Area. He has a master's degree in sports psychology, has worked with NC Fit for a number of years with our team, and also with me as an individual competing at the CrossFit Games. We also have Lindsay Locke, who's been a member and an employee and a huge ambassador for NC Fit for six years. She's had a variety of different roles with us, but as of recently, she's also pursuing uh, therapy and psychology. She works with a variety of different patients and clients, helping them overcome challenges that they're facing. And so today... I speak to both of them about where we're at as a a CrossFit space, where we're at as owners, and most importantly, provide some tools that we could use through the rebranding process and overcoming some of the challenges we have to face. If you like this episode, please rate it, review it, share with your friends. I'd really appreciate it just letting us know what you think, and let's keep rising the tides together. Now, let's get ready for an amazing episode with Adam and Lindsay. Let's go. All right, everyone. So I am here with Adam and Lindsay, and I did the intro earlier about some of their backgrounds. But I think what's really interesting is just the timing of everything. You know, I know for myself, for a lot of years, I really identified with CrossFit. And I know they did in a variety of different ways, and and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people have identified deeply with this movement of CrossFit. And now I think what's tough is that people became identified with the brand of CrossFit, but that brand of CrossFit is owned solely by one person. And there's some people that may not align with the core values there. And now they're feeling like this thing that they had loved and cherished so much has gone away. And they're trying to comprehend it. They're trying to cope with it. They're trying to move forward. And so I'm curious for you guys, for everybody out there who's sitting in that position, who, who, who now tip this thing that they absolutely love for, for everything and dedicate their life to, and now they need to kind of refocus and repivot, what type of steps can they do to kind of overcome this challenge? Because it's, it's deep rooted. It's not as simple as just changing the name on the wall or, or whatever. It's something that's built inside of you. And I know as someone who rebranded and someone who's been going through this myself over the last couple of years, it's, it's very difficult to get away from this, from this thing that drew you in so strongly. So what type of steps can we take? I don't know. What, what, what are your guys' thoughts there? Definitely. Well, thank you, Jason, for that lead-in. And so to recognize first and foremost that this has become part of our identity. So this is, we spent a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears have gone into this sport and this community. So to recognize that this has now become a part of our identity, it's very challenging when there is now disruption to that reflection or that view of ourselves. So the first thing we have to understand is first that with any type of loss, there's going to be some processes that we're going to have to go through. And one of those first pieces of loss is always denial. Oh yeah. And we're this just, isn't happening. This isn't happening. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this is even happening. And then second of all, we get into that anger stage. And so a lot of us are going to have that deep-rooted emotion now come out as anger, as frustration. And so we have to understand this is a natural process that we're all going to undertake when we've had something so deeply connected to us. So we have to be able to understand this is a, a process that's going to be individual. So it's going to be patient. We have to be very patient with ourselves and the people around us because it's going to take a little bit of different time to be able to process this at the individual level. Mm. And knowing that that 
that that process, you can be in a completely different place in that process than I am, than Jason is, than anyone that you're interacting with. So it's also important during this time to think about and hold space for everyone else's process. Like you might still be in denial and I'm pissed off, right? Like I'm angry and that doesn't mean that either one of us are wrong. It just means we're in a different stage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, speaking from my experience, right? I found CrossFit in 2006, it changed my life. It changed a lot of people's lives. And so they feel connected to the methodology, to the community. And it's like nothing else in the world because there's very few things you feel so connected to a company that's also owned by one person. Um, I can't think of many other situations like that. You know, like I feel connected to my family. I feel connected to these things, but I'm not as deeply connected to a brand as I was back in the day to CrossFit. And so I think a lot of people are feeling that way. And so when we, when we just chose to kind of go on our own path and rebrand in 2015, 16, it came after a lot of years of internal struggle and struggle that I had with, with some of the, you know, CrossFit leadership. But I found myself from 2015 until even like a year ago, still wanting to go back, right? Still wanting to go back. And it was almost like the equivalent of like you had a, uh, I married my high school sweetheart, so I don't have many examples of this, but it's like you had an ex-girlfriend and you guys had to break up because you knew it was better for both of you, but you still see so much beauty in her and you keep wanting to go back and back and back. And then all of a sudden, just something just kind of rips the cord and you're like, okay, I'm done is what happened with us. But for some of those people, I think they're going through that initial stage. Like they had this wife of theirs that they loved and now they're starting to have to cut the cord and it's very difficult because they're going to want to keep going back and remembering what was so beautiful about it in the first place. Exactly. I mean, I can <laughs> definitely understand this whole kind of ugly breakup idea. It's like an ugly breakup. That's what it is. And the thing is, we have to understand with that ugly breakup is that all of those positive memories can still stay with you. Mm-hmm. That is something that will never be taken away from you. Mm. And so to be able to understand these experiences have really defined and really shaped you, but they won't define your future. That is still a definition that's still being written today. So to be able to understand these things have been really major moments, things that have shaped you, things that have really helped you define yourself as a person, but that evolution of your own definition should be something that's continually changing, continually evolving as we move forward in life. Well, that's good. That's powerful stuff, right? Yeah, and it's, it's something that's, change is uncomfortable. And I think for a long time, people, coaches, athletes, owners, we've all identified with CrossFit in one way or another. Um, I remember my first kind of like shocking experience was when I got super hurt competing. And I felt like I identified completely with CrossFit. When I walked into a room, I had some CrossFit t-shirt on, my friends that weren't no in the space. No point wearing a fit shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> also associated with the, you know, yeah. with the culture. Um, but it was like my people outside of the CrossFit space, like, oh, that's, that's CrossFit, Lindsay. Like, and it, it became something that was, it felt me. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't Lindsay who does CrossFit. It was like Lindsay the CrossFitter. And when I got injured, I went through exactly the same grieving process that we're talking about, whether it be a breakup in a toxic relationship or anything like that, was I was like, I walk through this world coaching and presenting in a way that is like fitness forward. And now I'm in a position that I can't tie my shoes on my own. And it was this huge loss of identity. It was like, if I don't identify with this, what do I identify with? Yeah. 
And it took like this second of reflection and not that I wish a major injury or a breakup or any of these things on anyone, but it presented a platform where I could really start to do the internal work and say, who is Lindsay outside of fitness? What are her values? What are her goals? What are things that she wants to do? And the more I started, you know, uncovering that and working in harmony with that, the more abundance was brought into my life in general. Like I could, there was more to life than this one thing. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. Um, you know, I, I felt the same way. So for a lot of years, I competed in the sport of CrossFit. I mean, a lot of people know that. And I think to, to both of your points, so to Adam's point, like it helped build to where we are today. You know, someone was telling me, oh, you know, I, I, I went to my level one, went to my level two. They're like, they're worthless now. It's like, no, they're not. Those were, it'd be like if you went to a school and you got a great degree and you learned a bunch and you grew as a human. And then all of a sudden you found out your school was, not what you thought it was in terms of whatever. That doesn't take away from the education you received and the experiences you had, right? These experiences, this education, this growth mindset that we got through CrossFit, it, it, it got us here, right? And some of the best times in my life have been competing at the highest level in CrossFit. And just because I might have to go on our own path, it doesn't mean that those, those that, that didn't happen and it wasn't a great time. You know, very similar to relationships. Like I, I haven't had many long-term relationships except for one. But I imagine there's times where you're in a relationship and you, yeah, it might've ended toxically, but there was still good times there, mm -hmm. right? It just wouldn't work Definitely. out, right? And that's when the flip-flop happens. You talked about that flip-flop between, you know, 2015 to 2019 of like, oh, like she's really beautiful and there's all these like really redeeming qualities. Like our, we're wired to forget pain. And so that's like why addiction and all these things can, can be so alluring for people who have been sober for so long is because you forget the painful stuff mm. and you go back to toxic relationships or you get involved in these things because there was some really great nuggets in there. There yeah. was some really incredible things that helped you grow as a person that formed your path that you can still pay homage to without having to completely immerse yourself back in that. I think you make a great point there in terms of being able to honor what you've been able to have, a, have achieved and accomplished in your life with the sport of CrossFit. And that thing is being able to understand this is an evolution of us as a person. So even if it's not something that will be us forever, it is still something that will be a part of us that we can always recall, always use to be able to bring back more motivation, more confidence in ourselves. So this is going to be a driving force for our future, but we have to understand that it's going to be, we have to detach ourselves from the old patterns and we're going to have to attach ourselves to a new sense of what this means to us. Yeah. And so that's a really great um, kind of pivot in our conversation. So, you know, a lot of us fell in love with CrossFit. We identified with it. We became a part of a community. Some would even call it a cult. You knew someone that was a CrossFitter because you'd see their shoes, their outfit. It was like nothing else. And now this community, this culture has been, has been rocked, right? And, you know, some of us, a lot of us saw it, saw it coming but it doesn't make it any easier, right? We saw it coming, but it doesn't make it any easier. And so now for all the gym owners out there, coaches out there, or athletes out there, right? Specifically the people that dedicate their lives to this, you know? You know, for, for eight years, we built a business with CrossFit on the outside of the building as big as can be. And, you know, there might've been a time where I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this that would have had a tattoo that said CrossFit. Maybe they have it or maybe they don't, you know? But now how do they move from here, right? Recognizing that these situations in CrossFit is not a bad thing. It helped you build to who you are today, but maybe you just can't be a part of it for the future. So how do you positively reinforce change and move forward in a great direction that you could control? What, what's the first steps there? Because I think that's where we're at today. 
Well, we have to understand this is a conflict for a lot of us, whether it's an internal conflict or maybe some of this external conflict that we're feeling even just within our own social media pages. And so what we have to understand is that this conflict requires a resolution that might be very different than you've ever uh, considered in the past. And so for being able to understand the conflict resolution, it's all about the words or the language we use to describe that conflict that really shape that conflict. And so if we're using negative language or we always putting this uh, situation in negative light, that will really shape our our motivations and our moves forward. So we have to be able to start to use positive language when we're describing this conflict, understand that we have to find a way to collaborate with the opposing side versus this us versus them mentality, those people who still belong and still want to affiliate themselves versus us who don't want to affiliate ourselves anymore. Now we're creating a rift between a beautiful community that was created organically and now all of a sudden it's a kind of an us versus them mentality. And so the way we describe it, really we're not trying to make this a battle, we're trying to make this a learning opportunity, an opportunity for personal growth, so that at the end of the day, this whole situation is worthwhile, we gain something as a result of going through some of this conflict, some of these more uncomfortable situations. We're learning from it, it makes us stronger and hopefully the person that we wanna become in the future. Yeah, so I mean, if you're, a, if you're an owner out there and you say, hey, I wanna de-affiliate, it's not as simple as we said of just painting the walls, right? This is deep to your core. You still use the term wad. You remember calloused hands and you'd shake someone's hand and that you identified. And so you could reframe it in your head and look towards the positive, right? I get that. You could be aware that negativity isn't going to help anybody, but what other things can an owner do to chart their course forward? Because there's a lot of owners out there. And I think we want to do a podcast on this in the future for rebranding right? And they think rebranding is just like, oh, you know, I mean, we went through it, right? Change the name, you know, change some pamphlets, redo your website, but it's not that easy. And we learned the hard way that when we rebranded, we thought we were just changing the name, but our coaches and our members identified with CrossFit and we didn't give them something to identify with in place. We never explained who we were. We just kept explaining who we weren't. And what we needed to do is define who we are. So, how can someone do that on a micro and a macro scale? So micro would be like an individual like you, Lindsay, when you got hurt. Macro would be like a gym owner, as mm -hmm. an example. I think it's also important to give yourself the grace that goals and plans can change. Like if you sat us down in 2008 when you opened uh, CrossFit Santa Clara, your goals were completely different than they are now in 2020, right? And I think that it's, we need to give ourselves the grace to say, hey, my my goals can change. I can come back to the drawing board and, and get in touch with what are my core values. And that can be different for every single one of us, but get in touch with what those core values are. And then ask yourself the honest question and get curious if that aligns with what the goal is out in front of you that you would, that you had set on the map maybe two years ago and you were working towards it. And now you recognize that that's not in alignment with what you're doing. That's okay. Not, not any of that last two years of work is going to waste or pointless. You're going to take a new direction that, that better serves you and better serves your community. Right. And when you're walking in alignment with those goals and those values, then you're going to better articulate to your coaches, to your members, like this is who we are. Right. So you're talking about a mission statement, a vision, a core values. And I think you're right. It changes over time. But where do you even begin to do that? You know, for us at NC Fit, we're all about this concept of live better. And for me, there's a variety of ways you could look at live better, right? You, but for me, this, again, it's just my personal take is like fitness, this gym that we're in right now should help members come in, de-stress, live a better life, right? That could be sitting on the toilet and be able to get back up again. That could be the ability to play with their kids and not get tired. That could be the ability to de-stress when they come in from a long day. But ultimately, we should be a 
beneficial, positive influence to help them live a better life. That's, that's what, that's a core value of ours at NC fit. And you know, when someone's deciding their core values and their mission, their vision, which then leads into, okay, what's the brand we're going to build? Do we want to align with other brands, right? Whether that's NC fit or otherwise, what type of things could they be going through? Adam, I know you've done a lot of this with our team, you know, so Adam's participated with our team in a, in a variety of different tools to help our leadership team get on the same page to move forward. What other things could people be thinking about in that sense? Well, I'm, I'm in the same boat with Lindsay and being able to recognize the importance of recognizing our why and owning our why. And so that's going to obviously evolve and change over time, like you mentioned. So to be able to be comfortable with being able to detach from whatever preconception or theory that we had that was going to be the, um, the plan for that business, we had to be willing to be able to adjust and pivot on the fly. So that's going to be an important place to start is that it has to be in alignment with your personal why, your personal mission too. So I think that's a really great place to start is that reflection process is at the individual level to allow us to really be able to understand what is my purpose so that when I do create a business plan, it's in full alignment so I can be with my authentic version of myself. So now I'm not being a phony every day. I go into the gym. I understand what my values are and why this is something I want to be able to provide for my community. And if those are things that will really get you up every single day, that's what's really going to be the motivation necessary to even manage those challenges that are going to be in front of us. So that's really important, especially at the, at the very individual level. Can we start to create a stronger reflection process? Can you really understand your own personal why? So that's going to be in direct alignment with what your company's mission and your, your values are. So that's going to be a first place. But then to be able to start to open up that dialogue to your staff, because at the end of the day, your staff is also part of your product. And so we want to make sure that your staff is in full alignment and understanding what the universal language that they can speak to be able to now convey what your mission, what your core values are yeah. so that you as a gym owner, you can lead that space and you can have full confidence that your message and brand will be always sustained. And if mm -hmm. that's some confidence that you can create because your staff is now bought in wholeheartedly because you have an open dialogue around both the positives, but also potentially the challenges that can arise with a, a rebranding and getting the people that are on the ground floor, getting their opinion, getting their perspective, and even though you're still gonna be the end-all, be-all decision maker, being able to get that outside perspective really just heightens our own awareness of what we can do to be able to be our best for our community. So and, we, go ahead. Well, and when people challenge it, it requires, I think of like writing a paper, right? Like they, they talk about it in any like basic writing class, but it's like state your point, state what the counter argument might be and then come back again and say like how you address that. So when your team or anyone gives you pushback, it's not an inherently negative thing. In fact, it's going to encourage you and propel you and grow you to really articulate what this means and why it is that, you know, that worry or that concern can be either put to rest or integrated into your mission. So Adam, were you with us in 2015? Yeah. When we rebranded, did you, you help, you helped us through the rebranding process. Yes. I'm, yeah. And then Lindsay, you were with us right before too. You were with us before too. I was, yeah. Right during the rebrand. Yeah. And so I want to pivot this conversation for a second. I was, I was going to hold this off for another podcast, but I figured with both of you guys here, it's a great time to talk about this. You know, right now there's a lot of owners who are immediately being reactive and I totally get it. Right. They see things and they kind of had like, Ah, some ideas that maybe some things were not appropriate, but now they're like, you know what? They have social pressure to act, right? Because GQ magazine, Forbes, all these other people are picking up the story of CrossFit. 
So they have social pressure of members saying, where do you stand on this, right? Then they also have their own personal opinions, but they're also this layer of a business. You have a C-Corp, S-Corp, you have branding, you have expenses, you have um, brand identity, you have coaches that identify, you have to get all the team on the board. And rebranding is not as easy as it seems. Now, if I could share any insight about our rebranding process, and I'm curious what Lindsay and Adam have to say on this. When we rebranded, it took a long time to get to that point. But when we rebranded, we were under the assumption that our business was built on our community, our coaches were excellent, and that all we were doing was just changing the name. That was like the, the, like the, the crux of it, right? Like, oh, we are the same guys. We're just as cool, just as fun, you know, just as high quality service oriented. But that's not the way it turned out. So, I mean, do you, do you guys remember, like, mm -hmm. so can you guys give me some feedback on that? Because it's one thing for me to talk about. It's probably another for you guys. Definitely. Well, it was very interesting to see just the variety of responses after the, after the rebrand. And for me, it was also a personal connection that I had built over time working with you, obviously, when you're a professional athlete. And then being able to see that the, the community grow over time, it was just a beautiful and organic process. And so obviously, there were people who were there from the start and the people who just came in. And that also impacted that level of connection. So we really saw those people who were there, those day one people, those ride or die NC fit people, those people obviously were very challenged by that uh, rebrand. And it came out in a vocal way because they felt like they had a part of this community. They were a part of it. They had an equal say at some level. They felt like they had an opportunity to be able to share that information. And so the thing was that we saw that that created some rifts within some of the coaching staffs. And even just from gym to gym, it was a little bit of a kind of a culture um, kind of shift. And some people wanted to stay kind of more connected to that CrossFit affiliation versus other ones who are ready to make that change and make that break off. And so it was very interesting to see that, you know, you would have two people, you know, sitting there, um, you know, getting ready to work out and you'd have very different views of this process. Yeah. So we just have to understand that this is very sensitive situation. And once again, it goes back to this idea of identity. And so unless we, we have an opportunity to detach ourselves from whatever this old version of ourselves and we can start to now open ourselves to opportunities ahead of ourselves that we don't even know maybe are realistic until we allow ourselves to finally let go of our past. And, and so diving a little bit deeper in that just for a second, um, you know, we had people that were diehard Nor NorCal CrossFit, right? Lived it, breathed it, and they felt like we were, you know, letting them down. My question for you is, do you think that the owners in this situation right now have it a lot easier than we had it? because there's this giant like elephant in the room, like, hey, this is went down. Um, uh, what do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, I think <laughs> this is definitely, a, this is what we call a social lubricant. Yeah, right? so, so, so <laughs> since they have this social lubricant, right, um, maybe we could pivot and maybe Lindsay could shine some light on this too, is that we agree that it's gonna be easier to get people on the new train now than it was when we tried to change the train five years ago. We agree on that. Yes. But when we were changing the train, regardless of then or now, right, you might have it easier, but it surely doesn't mean it's just overnight. What type of things do you think we could have done better as an organization to clearly getting people to jump from one train to another instead of just saying, hey, this new train is just as good, jump on? <laughs> I think, you know, I had someone ask me, a gym owner in Santa Cruz, they were like, you know, Lindsay, how would you feel? Because they, they disaffiliated as well. And they said, could you ever coach for a gym that wasn't affiliated with CrossFit? And, you know, I sent the question back to them. Like, could you ever coach at a gym 
that wasn't affiliated with CrossFit. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what I stand for. And I was like, well, there's your answer. Like the people, I think that when we rebrand and especially something that is as close to home as our, as our gym, right? They're typically, NC Fit's a little different. We have a lot of different locations, but most gyms that I've ever come into and like interact with is, feels very mom and pop, right? right? You have put your blood, your sweat and your tears into this business and it is your home away from home. You are there all the time. And it's important to remember that just because your the way you see something is different than the way that one of your coaches might see it, right? We had a, a really hard time getting coaches wanting to wear NC Fit shirts instead of showing up in their we NorCal did. CrossFit yes. they always shirts. always wear the NorCal CrossFit shirt. Yeah. And it was, and I think it's very easy for gym owners to take that on personally. Like I have identified with this so much, like, are you, is this a hit to my ego? Is this a hit to me as their boss, as this, as this owner that you aren't following me on this journey? And that there's nothing wrong with your experience as a coach or an owner wanting to go to a, sp a new brand. However, there's difficult conversations that need to be had. And if there's someone who doesn't want to go there with you, it's not your job to drag them there. Yeah. And it's important to be able to honor their experience and say, you know, like this is nothing against you as a human being we clearly have some, some differences that we have to agree to disagree on. And it's okay if you don't want to come here, but this is where we're going. And you might want to find a gym or some other kind of club that aligns more with what you're looking to fulfill. Yes. I think this is a great shift in this conversation because you start off by saying, Hey, what do we want? What's our why, right? You got to start internally. Okay. And then you got to shift that to how do we communicate that effectively to the staff, get their feedback, which I'm hearing, right? But then once you get their feedback and once you communicate it, you know, after so much time, there's going to be a time where, hey, look, we may not all be going in the same direction and that's okay, right? Just like you said, there's some people that want to de-affiliate, some people want to affiliate and it's very combative online right now. But at the end of the day, we're all just trying to move forward in our lives and improve, especially as a coach, improve lives through fitness. And if that means you want to be diehard CrossFit, go for it. But this just might not be the best place for you. And I mean, it took us a while to get to that point. Remember, do you remember that time we sat down with everybody and went over our core values at NC Fit? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. It was like a year after we rebranded. And I think we had a few people leave after that. But it was like, it was like this defining moment for me. Because for like a year, we dealt with like this like undertones of like, like we made the wrong decision. Undertones. It's like, dude, we're going this way, right? And I remember it was like a year in. We just sat down and like, guys, I'm going to go over who NC Fit is who we are, where we're going in our core values. And after this, you're either on the team or you're off the team. Cause it, it took us about a year to get to that point. I mean, do you guys remember that? Because, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, do you have any insight on that and how you could help maybe gym owners not make that same mistake? Well, yeah, I was just going to piggyback off of what Lindsay was saying in terms of making sure that all of your coaches are in alignment once this is now made a decision has been made. And so to understand that, obviously, there's going to still be some time to actually process this for each coach, and they're going to have to get comfortable with the notion of this change. But to be able to at least make sure that everyone is bought in so that we can have that trust as, a, as an owner, that you have now every single person moving in alignment with what your goals and what your values are because if we have that little bit of a doubt that's that little bit of a cancer that can creep into any team and any organization that could really be the the dis dissolving 
of something really great. Mm -hmm. And I can remember there was murmurings at different facilities, you know, of just people who are still, you know, talking to members and having these little side conversations that are just unraveling everything that you're trying to create. And yet they don't understand the value because in the moment, all it is is just harmless venting. Right. It's like a member comes and says, hey, I heard NorCal CrossFit rebranded NC Fit. And the difference between a coach saying, yeah, we rebranded. It's really exciting. We're charting our own path to, yeah, you know, yeah, that's where we're going. Or like, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it just leaves a little bit of doubt and then it just festers, right? Exactly. It's, it's, it's being able to have some sort of, of stance with this. It's not just being able to say, oh, it is what it is. You know, and even there, that, that in uncertainty is going to be felt by the member. So we have to understand that we have to be strong. We have to have conviction behind what we're saying. And that, that trust that we have to be able to instill with your entire team is something that has to be done before you start embarking on that reopening. That's right. And it has to be earned, right? It has to be sit down, clearly communicate, identify who you are, get your staff involved. And then once they're on the team, then the, then the members follow, right? But, but, but it's all about the staff. If the staff isn't on board, we have big issues. And so, you know, right now it's, it's a huge... Um, inflection point for the fitness space, for the CrossFit space in particular. There's a lot of people that are having a lot of questions about where they're going, what they're doing. I think this conversation has been really helpful for me in, in kind of from a holistic perspective, understanding the emotional side of what's going on mm -hmm. and, and being okay with that. You know, like Adam and I were talking about this when we walked in the, the gym, that COVID is a very, there was a gentleman outside with some mental health issues, kind of going a little, you know, whatever. And it's just, that's an example of what we're seeing right now in society is that we've been stuck in our houses for a while. There's a lot of uncertainty and then this happens and it's just a variety of things are just impacting us. But I think the first step is recognizing that this is, um, what's the word you used? Um, you said the PTSD, um, like, a, Oh, this is a traumatic situation. Traumatic situation. Yeah. And, and, and so, so tell me more about that because I think once owners can deep reflection, right? We're kind of known as like the alpha people, like, whatever, but it's okay to recognize, Hey, this, this is not an easy situation mm -hmm. and it won't be solved overnight, but acting irrationally is not going to solve the problem. You got to look deep and understand what do you represent, right? Are you CrossFit or are you a head coach of an organization that deeply changes people's lives? What, what do you mean? So talk to me a little bit more about that, what you were saying when we walked in. Yeah, no, definitely. So I think just to recognize that we're all at some level of mental and emotional fatigue at this point in this process. So when we're at a level of deficit, all of our performance processes are now compromised. So that includes our emotional clarity, our mental clarity. Those are two things that are now challenged by just the current state that we're under. So we have to be w willing to be able to find ways to recover mentally, emotionally, physically each day to make sure that we're bringing our best to the decision table as a business owner. If we're constantly uh, being in this reactive state, we are constantly going to be now at the mercy of what now what happens in our world or what happens within this community or the next steps that evolve. You know, all these things are now we're the victim of the circumstance versus right now we have an opportunity to empower ourselves and really make sure that we're setting now a tone for ourselves so that others can follow us. We cannot lead others until we lead ourselves. So this is our opportunity to really start to now understand how to best create an environment that's going to be conducive for your own leadership development. And a part of that is just being able to understand we need to create space for mm -hmm. reflection. We need to be willing to do things a little bit differently now because things are evolving. And we're so willing to update our cell phones or update any app when there's things that are crashing and bugs that are issues. But we have to be willing to update our own mental and emotional processes over time. We are only equipped up to the point we are today. 
but what's beyond our best? We don't know. We need to continue to find better. We need to strive for more um, understanding of ourselves, more knowing of how we operate at our best. And this is right now a mirror right in front of our face. Mm -hmm. We have an opportunity to really see our true reflection and understand, is this really going to be in alignment with my future? Or is this a reactive decision that I might need to actually take a deep breath, maybe sit with this for a moment and then answer this tomorrow? Right. It's putting on your oxygen mask in the airplane first, right? If I go to help you and put yours on and I can't get yours on, we're both gone, right? If I can put my oxygen mask on first, start breathing, calm down and be able to then help others, I'm not in this reactive state. I'm in a, I'm in a position where I can help everyone else because my cup is so full that I'm giving you the overflow. I'm not pulling from a depleted well anymore. Yeah. And I mean, the last couple of days for me personally, right, I've gone through another iteration. So, you know, five years when we rebranded, I felt like people were going to really be, they came at me with pitchforks personally, right? Personally and business wise. And it's tough when people attack you personally for the decisions you're making. Um, and then, you know, two days ago, we announced, uh, or a couple of days ago, we announced the NC Fit uh, Partner Program, which is essentially our license model. And that's a big step for us because we wanted to be in control of our destiny one more time. We want to provide owners this platform that if they want to join us and go on our path, great. If they don't, that's fine too. We support them along that journey. But for us, we couldn't wait around and, and be a part of CrossFit anymore. We chose that, hey, we've been talking about this for a long time, but it's our moment to create our own path and move forward as a team together. And if you want to come with us, heck yeah, you're more than welcome. And we will be taking on um, interest and, and doing this thing right from the start, right? We've learned a lot over the last decade. Let's use those experiences and do it right from the start. But that was really hard for me because when we announced this, I mean, people, people come at you personally and it starts to deeply impact you. And I think that if I could give any advice to someone who's in a similar situation, if I could give any advice to myself, it's just that, hey, be be steadfast in in what you believe. And if you know it's the right direction for you and your business, and if you know you're doing it for the right reasons and there's good intent there, then you don't have to be apologetic to anybody because they don't know you and they don't know why you're doing what you're doing and they don't know the whole backstory behind things. And so I would encourage any owner to really take a deep reflection. And if you know it's the right path, chart it for yourself and make it happen because everybody's always going to have an opinion. And just like everybody always had an opinion about when we rebranded from NorCal Cross to NC Fit, and now here we are five years later, and I think a lot of people realize now maybe why that was a good decision. So true. You know? So, but it, was, it doesn't make it any easier, right? I called Lindsay a bunch of times. I've called a lot of people and... Uh, you know, I had to get through it on my own. I was actually texting with you, but I had to get through it on my own um, to better understand that because, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any words on that, but it was, it was a tough, it's tough when you see other people attack you personally for a decision you think is in the best interest of everybody around you and yourself. It's tough. So true. And the thing is, you had all of your best interest in mind for your company right? But at the same time, no one's looking at that. They're looking at you as the individual. So that's obviously, it's going to be always a perspective shift. And we're going to have people's opinions that are always going to be in, in counter, um, counter position to us. So we have to understand, it goes back to one of the first things that we ever talked about when you were an athlete too, is like, what can you control versus what you can't control? 
and really putting our energy in the place that are really going to serve our needs versus hurt our needs. And right now, looking at people's comments, their opinions of you, you know, if it's serving you because it's helping drive some maybe some new perspective shift, if it's helping you be able to understand kind of what the counterposition is, awesome. But if at some level it's starting to impact you at the mental or the emotional level, we know that's not serving us. And we need to be able to take action by either setting some boundaries, being able to find some sort of way of, of being able to have someone else maybe in your, in your um, inner <laughs> circle. Yeah, right? that Lindsay be, be that, your Yeah, be, have someone in that inner circle be that next line of defense for yourself. But there's going to be so many different people and, and different haters and trolls that are going to come at you. But to be able to always recognize if you came in it with the most pure intention, and you gave your best effort, those are the two things you can always control. And everything else we have to left, leave uh, behind and really relinquish control over those things if they're not serving us. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I hope that any owner who's about to go make some challenging decisions takes what Adam and, and Lindsay have been saying for the last little bit to heart because no one here is saying it's going to be easy. We're not saying it's going to be easy. It's going to be some of the most challenging days of your life. It probably already has been. It probably will moving forward. But if you keep what Adam and Lindsay have been saying in the, in the, in the cornerstone of your mind and your, as your North Star, you'll, you'll wake up a year from now and you'll be proud of the decisions you made. You know, I look back at when we rebranded and it was, it was some really, really tough nights, you know, sleepless nights. But I look back on it and I'm proud that we made a stance on where we wanted to go as a business and we pursued it. And once you get the right people on the bus, it's, it's the options are endless. So... For anybody who's rebranding, anything that's going on, any additional advice you guys have for this kind of mental state right now and recognizing that CrossFit wasn't bad, it's a beautiful thing and it, and it impacted so many lives, but that doesn't mean that we can't move forward from it. Anything else? You know, I would just, to go back to one of the things I said in the very beginning, like honor and accept your process that Adam brought up, we are going through completely unprecedented and traumatic times right now. And for you to respond and, and feel angry or sad or crushed or any of these things, those are completely valid human emotions. So don't, don't feel like you should present in a certain way. Like I am the face of this business and I should be presenting as having all my stuff together and like this alpha yeah, right. Yeah. It's okay to feel your feelings. Um, we want to be mindful of not reacting out of feeling. However, the longer we repress those and we pretend like they don't exist, the more reactive we'll be from that space. So allowing yourself to feel your emotions, whether that be talking with someone that you are comfortable being vulnerable with or journaling or getting very, very clear on where you are, how you're doing checking in and working through that process and it might feel like there's a huge call to action right now and you have to stand up and you have to do something and know that your process and the time it takes you is okay there's no timeline of you saying you have to do this right now um, get clear get centered get to a place where you can respond instead of react and you'll be in a lot better position to make decisions that are going to better your company Mic drop from Lindsay. Well, guys, I really, really appreciate um, both of you. I know we'll have some more of this in the show notes, but Adam, um, you know, you do a lot of, uh, you know, sports type therapy with different people and mindset work. Uh, where can people find you? And then we'll talk with Lindsay. 
Yeah, you can follow me on my Instagram at, at Mindset by Adam. And then Mindset my, by Adam? Yep. Woo! And my, my, my website is adamsportpsych.com. Nice. And Lindsay? You can find me on all the NC Fit things. <laughs> um, I do our follow-along coaching for the NC Go program. So if you want to get a Sunday sweat workout in, check out the Athlete Lab. Jason refuses to do the Sunday sweat. The so. Sunday. Lindsay, for the record, she's the hardest working one of us all. We do these follow-along workouts. And I always get like the fun ones, like the full body, the dumbbell ones. She does a Sunday sweat, so like 30-minute AMRAPs, <laughs> following along with a microphone in her mouth, keeping people inspired. I got to give it to you. That's, that's, that's tough work. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Uh, I'm back behind NC Fit social media too. So odds are if you're not talking to me on social media, you're talking to Jason. But you can find me there or Lindsay Taylor Locke on Instagram myself. Perfect. All right, guys, we'll keep rising the tides. Keep getting after it. We know this is a challenging time, but we're all going to get through it. And if you need any support from NC Fit, please check out our new partner programs. You can go to my profile, you can go to NC Fit Collective profile on Instagram, or just go to nc.fit and check us out. Have a great day, everybody. Keep getting after it.